Excel. Uvanje ngamanje. Uhokai hona joana. Where are you now? Hana biano. Upingo ngabe ugu kujenga mani. And what stories will you tell? Hello and welcome to Where Are You Now? We come to you from the Rose University School of Journalism and Media Studies in Makanda, South Africa. And just in case you don't know this yet, 2022 is the 50th birthday of our school. This podcast forms part of our anniversary program. We have created it to help us to celebrate the achievements of our students, both those who are currently in the school and our many alumni. My name is Nikita Baloy, and I am a member of the second year class of the School of Chemis, and we are responsible for producing the content for Where Are You Now? I bring you the second episode of this series. In this episode, we share some stories from our own class in which they talk about their first experience of arriving at Rose University. We then reached out to some of our alumni to ask them to comment on these stories, drawing on their own experience as graduates of the school. You can engage with us and follow events on our social media platforms at Rose underscore JMS using the hashtag JMS50 and visit our website at www.jms50.ru.ac.za. Where are you now? And what stories will you tell? For many of us, coming to university means leaving behind an entire life. And that can be an overwhelming experience. But... As the saying goes, behind every cloud, there is a silver lining. This was very true for Siat Lebani, a member of our second-year journalism class. He explains that moving into an on-campus residence and making this space his home meant that he could start a new chapter of his life. 38 degrees is a normal summer day for the City of Saints residence. I am driving with my dad on a steep hill known as the Blue Route. On the roadsides, there are small groups of cheering strangers with welcome signs and a loud sound of amapiano, a genre that has replaced gospel music. As they approach this weirdly built castle, a group of handsome young men in uniform tops gladly directs the car to a parking spot. I get out of the car. They simultaneously yell, Welcome to Cullenballs. We are the kings of the hill. My anxious self cannot even focus to listen to their names as they introduce themselves. But I am sure one's name is Bavumile, the head student. It is a surreal moment for me to even soak in. For a hot second, I thought they were flirting with me. I am watching them as they each grab my bags voluntarily and happily like a group of hyenas on an antelope carcass. Then the head student instructs me to go up the steel stairs with a wobbly rail and follow the soldiers. Yo, Bawu, this building is a maze on the inside. At the Berlin, I walk into a huge glass door. The first things that catch my attention are grotty couches and smelly carpet. It's the common room. Two gentlemen are sitting over a table covered in a white cloth like it's our yom the attention quickly drifts when my dad mentions that he used to stay at Collinballs during his varsity years. At this point, I check my watch. It's past 12 in the afternoon. Yo, I am bored, Gesan, from signing all these administration papers since morning at Barrett as if I'm donating with my soul. 
Kopela kwa yonge lento, I get to go to see my room. I go through this maze heading to my room, finally, yay! It is in a corner on the second floor of the red section. Safik, see ya? Room 37 will be your home while you're here with us. We hope you like it. Kuto head student. Mandivul. Aibo, machis. It has a solid brownish carpet with bent marks all over it. Ndikanisekil ukuba lo ebeshala abapambi kwam ebe inchaiman okanyi ebe ne primastov kwil kumbi. The edge to complain, but andikal kabuno sukundilap. The level of care and warmth in this place from these gentlemen surpasses my dissatisfaction with the place. I am feeling like a gay goddess, plus I am in a castle and these men are my servers. As I sign the last asset document, everybody leaves, including my dad. I shut the door, throw myself on the already made bed and reflect on this eventful morning I had. I am finally a Rhodes University student. This is a moment of my dreams. I am the happiest person in the whole entire world. For first-year students, arriving on campus can be exciting. There is so much to learn, and not just in the classroom, but also about taking charge of your own life. There are so many freedoms that many of us have not experienced before. But, as Lance Mayberg explains, navigating this newfound freedom is not always as easy as one thinks. The cost of another chance at life. <laughs> the 5th of March 2021, the day I was able to officially relate to the idiom which meant turn over a new leaf. It was a bright day, beautiful actually, as clear skies and sun dominated the view above my head. I knew that the day had come to begin my journey as I stumbled with all of these packed bags, box household goods and appliances to the boot of the vehicle. The time has come to begin a new chapter at Rhodes University as an emotionally overwhelmed first-year student. Brief pauses of nervousness were inhaled while all of this excitement and jubilance were exhaled as I caught myself in the attempt to find my way in the whirlpool of emotions I was enduring at the time. Honestly, if anything, as happy as I was to escape the lunacy of home and begin afresh, I was also alarmed by the anxiety of tertiary life. While my parents were afraid of letting the bird leave the nest, I was completely joyed by all of these opportunities of freedom, independence and non-conformity that I envisioned for myself. Honestly, finally I could do what I want, when I want, how I wanted to, without having to practice any of this in response to the unexpected reaction that my parents would actually demonstrate. My mind was so fixated on the idea of bright beginnings and watching my parents drive off in the sunset as I waved my final goodbye. All I could envision was the rush of unpacking, exploring the town of Grahamstown and meeting a diverse amount of people, party attendance as well, and classroom engagement. All of this was in the beginning of my journey to see myself throwing that graduation hat in the air upon recognition that I have finally endured all of the trials and tribulations of what lay before me. But it turns out it wasn't going to be that easy. Did I really free myself of all of these shackles of household conundrums or did I just enter another world of problems? Is a question that I bestow upon myself on a daily basis. The cost of electricity continues to frighten my finances, while the price of a loaf of bread lessens the note in my wallet at least twice a week. Lunch dates 
Dinner dining has diminished upon the first thought of what groceries are need to be purchased as soon as money comes into my bank account. This has become the price I have settled to pay for the liberty that I have desired. But I guess it's true that bright sunny days do actually have their end. The sun unfortunately does not shine forever. Where are you now? And what stories will you tell? University life brings us challenges, but overcoming them can bring a great sense of accomplishment. Nithyam Dashi, in a letter to herself, reminds us all that it is important to be kind to yourself, to believe in yourself, and most importantly, to be proud of who you are and where you've come from. Dear Mithle, this is 20 or Mithle. The year is 2022, and I would like to fill you in on a few things. Firstly, we are currently going through a pandemic. We have to wear a mask, which has been beneficial to me because I talk to myself quite a lot. Secondly, I'm proud of what you have become. We have made it to roads. And sure, it wasn't for what we wanted, but we are here and it is a blast. I couldn't be happier. I'm surrounded by creatives, which allows me to thrive in this creative space. Even though I took a different path, it is of something that you love. I'm on a storytelling journey. I sit in my room and I reminisce about how I lay on that cold wooden floor at the school library. I smile now that I have taken a path that appreciates what I do. Even though I have not written in a while, I want this letter to remind me of what I have done for myself. I want to reassure you that there is something that came out of your depression. Through that dark poetry, I was able to find and get myself out of that depression and be who I am today. So I'm grateful that I chose to write than to sing. Your dreams to be the next colleague I put to my have not yet been fulfilled, but I'm happy to be creating again. It may take time for me to trust myself with writing again, but I need you to be patient with yourself. It is baby steps. We met people that we shouldn't have. I have spoken about a man undressing my mentality and how I wouldn't allow for that. I'm furious that there has been someone to do that because I'm so torn, left with so many questions, but I think that I'm happy that love visited and it ended when it needed to. You are doing your second year. You have beat down those voices that said you couldn't make it into modeling. That on its own is progress. You said roads and I delivered. Yes, it is a small town, but I guess we always knew that being in such a small town would allow for your growth. This is a life-affirming journey, and I look back to some of the poems that I wrote in 2017. You have always had it. You have to believe in your art, believe in yourself. Many people believe in Mithle supremacy. What's next for you is a lot. The city of Makanda holds a lot for you. Currently, I have this brilliant plan for me to open up a podcast. I'm excited, and I hope that I will host this podcast by the end of the year. I just wanted to let you know that I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of what you have become because you are a multifaceted woman. I want you to enjoy the ride because we are going places. Never think there's not enough time. Be kind to yourself. Always remember where you are from and where you are headed. And don't ever lose focus. And those were three stories about finding your feet as a first year student, as shared by members of our own class. We reached out to some of our alumni at the school to ask them to comment on these stories. First, we have Robin Peros, 
a writer and multimedia artist who graduated in 2013. She is currently doing her PhD at the School of Journalism at Rhodes University. For Robin, these stories evoked a sense of nostalgia after the first day at Rhodes University. I really enjoyed listening to them. I enjoyed the narrative style that they're in and they all really took me on a journey and made me quite nostalgic uh, in thinking about my first day at Rhodes University and what that was like and the very significant moment that that is uh, for all students. Um, So it was really nice to hear the other student stories about what their first day was like and, and seeing the diversity um, of people's experiences and the different things that they remember is quite interesting or the, the different things that stand out for them is quite interesting. Um, so I think getting people to reflect on their first day at Rhodes University is yeah, a very sort of a relatable thing and a very nostalgic thing. Um, so yeah, I think that that's a great topic. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the student who wrote a letter to themselves as well. Um, and I think, yeah, quite a nice idea to maybe get students who have left Rhodes University and, you know, who are maybe in the working world or whatever, um, to maybe get, um, some of of them to write letters to their to their old self or their old version of themselves um the version of themselves that was at university and kind of comparing what they knew then to what they know now and secondly we hear from Horata Chengeta a 2016 graduate who's currently doing her PhD at Brits University while pursuing freelance writing. For Hurata, she could relate these stories to herself in terms of the challenges she faced while doing her undergraduate at Rhodes University. I think the challenges that I remember facing from my journalism degree were mostly around the environment of the university. So it was, you know, being in situations where your friends were being financially excluded and you didn't know what to do. Um, supporting your friends through like traumatic experiences, whether sexual violence or like other forms of violence, Um, you know, learning a lot about racism and institutional racism and institutional classism and all of these other, you know, flaws in the university system that I don't think I expected when I enrolled. Um, I think that was the most difficult part of being um, in academia at that stage because you didn't really know what to do. Um, And also a lot of the things that I mentioned at the time that I was experiencing them weren't open conversations. So there was also a lot of loneliness about certain experiences. And I think in that situation, you can come to think that, you know, everyone in your class is fine and you know you don't see the struggles that your peers are going through and they don't see the 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 struggles you are going through and i think that made it really difficult i also think that um the most important thing to do in university even though it's extremely vulnerable is to ask for help 
um ask for help for anything really like if you need the help you need the help and there's no shame in that like the people you admire who have degrees already or are in the positions you want to be in one day i don't think those people do it alone and you know when you see people who you want to emulate you know you only see them you don't see the people who like held them up and supported them um but those people are always there i don't think there are many successful people who get to where they are without other people's support so yeah like whatever resources are available to you whether it's through the university outside of the university or just within the classroom and within your you know your cohort itself like don't be afraid or ashamed to struggle and to admit that you're struggling and ask for help because there's nothing wrong with that and it's all part of learning and those skills asking for help is actually a skill that really will pay off in the future we will never live a life where challenges are absent and it's important to acknowledge as well as realize that different phases be it pre-university or post-university in our lives comes with its own set of challenges for some this term could feel very overwhelming and the possibility of giving up could be very enticing but if Robert and Horata managed to obtain their journalism degree so can you as our contributors showed us we are all united by a mutual struggle of completing our undergraduate degree if you are not coping with your academics reach out to your lecturer and those close to you for support and lastly let your passion for journalism fuel your hunger for success and with that we have reached the end of our episode remember to tune in next week for the third episode of where are you now a special thanks to robin peres horata chengeta siyahlebani lance mayberg and Mitchell Dashi for their contributions. Exe, uvanje ngamanje, uhoqayi hona jwale. Where are you now? Hona biyano. Uphingo ingabe ukuthi nje ngamanje. And what stories will you tell? 